irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to Question Reality with Priscilla Leona, right here on LA Talk Radio. producer and host of this show and we are coming to you live from los angeles california for 14 years we've been providing our audience with entertainment industry career advice now this show is for you if you are questioning your career reality about pursuing a career in show business or if you're already working in a career in show business and or in the entertainment industry that <laughs> that's not always show business believe it or not uh, it's very detailed very detailed you have to look it up google it um and you just need some tips advice and resource information on how you can elevate your career status now guests on our show include Emmy Award winners, Grammy Award winners, Tony Award winners, reality TV stars, and just a wide variety of working show business professionals who work in film and television and music and radio as producers and directors. And then we have casting directors, literary agents, casting agents, PR agents, talent managers, screenwriters, publicists, actors, comedians, singers, novelists, script supervisors, stunt people, entertainment attorneys, you name it. If they're working in the entertainment industry, we try to have them on the show to give you career advice. Now, if you missed any of our past shows, here are the three ways that you can listen to any of them. Number one, you can download our free mobile app, which is obviously on the App Store or the Google Play Store. You can hear us on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Amazon Podcasts, Google, Audible.com, Stitcher.com. Just basically Google Question Reality or my name, Priscilla Leona, and you will find our shows. You can also listen to any of them from 2008 until this year, 2022, uh, almost the end, uh, by listening directly from the website that you're listening to us on right now, which is latalkradio.com. And again, look for our show title, Question Reality, or look for my name under the host tab. And we ask you a little favor if we could kindly beg you, please subscribe to our podcast via Apple Podcasts, and also to give us a like or a follow on any of our social media pages. Of course, we're on, I guess, <laughs> I've stuttered. I, I've never stuttered before. I actually stuttered. Oh, God, it might be like an impending disease. I'm going to have to, you know, you know me. I'm always thinking I'm going to die in a second. I know it's terrible, but it's like if there's something that happens out of the ordinary, I'm like, oh, my God, what disease do I have? Am I dying right now? Uh, we're on all the major platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, LinkedIn. 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 Linked
you think I had like four or five cocktails? I have not. Ah, okay, LinkedIn. That's kind of hard. That's a hard word to say for me. LinkedIn and YouTube under my name, Priscilla Leona. Oh, and also recently I added uh, TikTok, but you know, they only let you do three minutes, but uh, right now I'm in the process of cutting some of my favorite clips and putting them on TikTok. It's a long, arduous process. Let me tell you this whole social media, they just keep adding social media sites and you just gotta more and more and more. You gotta add all your stuff to everything. Ah, it's a lot. Finally, if you wanna be booked on our show to promote and showcase your talents, uh, any of your current or upcoming projects or sell your products or just help listeners by providing them with much appreciated entertainment industry advice. Now, this is where you got to focus, 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 focus. You know, we only have like five to 10 seconds of attention span these days. Okay. You have to go to our official website, which is questionrealityradioshow.com, questionrealityradioshow.com, not the website that you're listening to us on now, which is obviously latalkradio.com. This is the website where we air our show. So again, go to questionrealityradioshow.com, and this is where you can see our annual guest schedule, and you might want to go there and take a peek at who's the upcoming guest, uh, check out their website. Um, so again, to submit to be booked on our show, click the contact link on questionrealityradioshow.com. Really, really easy. All we need is your name, email, title, and website, and you are on your way to heaven highway to heaven i like to call it um okay so very exciting now we got that over we are on to the most exciting fun part of the interview which is the guest obviously and i was so excited to book this little sexy lady on our show today her name i love her name I don't know why I love this name. Her name is Rachel B. Foy. I don't know why I love that name. I got to figure it out. But Rachel B. Foy, let me tell you a little about her. She is the best-selling author of the book and brand called I Quit. She's an iHeartRadio podcast host, reaching over a half a million listeners daily. She's a life strategist, speaker, entrepreneur, and recently CBS Channel 2 KUTV featured an article about her book and brand, I Quit. And Rachel is just always inspiring others to just fearlessly pursue life's possibilities with willpower and a positive attitude. She's a laugher. And you know, I love laughers. I'm not a hearty laugher, but I love people who are, and she is a laugher and I love that. So obviously she has a positive attitude. Now, what I love about her uh, book and brand, I Quit, is that it's about choice. And you know me, I'm all about choices, choices. As a matter of fact, I got seven houses Libra choices are like what I'm all about, right? I just love them. Multiple choices. Uh, of course, I can never decide, but that's another story. Now, she says you can choose the abundant life intended for you, and you can get following I Quit, the brand, the book. Uh, you can get the 
life that you truly desire and not allow life to choose for you. Now, you know what I say from time to time, you got to get a hold on yourself early in your life because a lot of times people cannot figure out what they want to do in life. Now, there are some people, they come out of the womb and they hit the ground running and they're like, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a lawyer. They just know right away and God bless them. They just do it. But then there are other people who have no idea. And it's very, very frustrating and very sad for people who, who just ramble through life and they really don't know what they want to do. Or they think, oh, I want to do that. And they do that. And they think, mm, I don't like that. And, and they go through 10, 15 careers. And by the time they're 65, 75, they still haven't figured it out. Well, believe it or not, with the I Quit brand and book, I think that it may be able to help those people because a lot of times these people I just spoke of, they just let life choose whoever they become. Life chooses for them. And I don't necessarily, I don't mean to be philosophical, but I don't necessarily mean to say that that's a bad thing because there's lots of, uh, there's lots of lives that have ended up fantastic and great by not having a career and just doing a whole bunch of different things. So one life isn't better than the other. It's just that if you desire, I would think, to be more focused and to really, really want uh, to lock it down and you have that desire, then I say that this I Quit program and book might be able to help you do that. And what I love what Rachel says is she says that you can I Quit the toxic environments or toxic people that are draining you and stealing your joy and your energy and your peace. Now, I don't know about you listening out there, but I have a lot of people that do that. And I think, oh, or I see people people having that done to them too. Um, so whatever's killing your purpose and your goals and your dreams and your natural talent, Rachel says, it's time to I quit. All right. So if you want to learn more about her book and her brand and everything about Rachel, go to her website. Here are her sites. Okay. Ready? Rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L-B-Foy.com. She's also on Facebook under the Rachel B. Foy and under Facebook at Rachel Bird Burdell Foy. Ah, that's what the B stands for, Burdell or Burdell, one or the other. Uh, she's on Instagram at Rachel B. Foy and her book. Ah, most important thing, her book, book, book is on Amazon. I quit. How letting everything uh, holding and then it just trails off. But just go to Amazon, type her name, or I quit and you will find her book. You have to get this book. All right. So without further ado, let's bring her on and find out the scoop on what's going on. Welcome to the show, Rachel B. Foy. Thank you. Thank you. I am so excited to be here. Listen, that was an amazing introduction. I'm like, okay, <laughs> let's get it going. You're like, hey, I want to meet that chick. That's right. She may be able to help me. That's right. <laughs> well, you know, oh my gosh, you're just so impressive, my darling. Congratulations. 
congratulations on being a best-selling author of the book and brand i quit great name i'm all always every week rachel i'm talking about branding 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 and how important it is at the inception of your career to pick a pick a good name and make it consistent because you know yes. when you got facebook and twitter and instagram and linkedin you know how have you ever seen people who just try to get cute and they use things like uh funny bunny 684 or it's me 69 and it's like why do you do this why why no one taught you that branding how are people going to be able to find you but they still do it rachel they still do it but this they is do a, yeah but see, this is a great 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 title now i briefly gave a description about i quit can you mm -hmm. add anything else uh that you want us to know about that description that i gave well i can say you really did you gave it justice you gave <laughs> i quit um you did you gave it justice um the only thing that i would add is just to to expound on what you said is being able to make these choices early. So for me, so much of the thought process is providing for others what I wish I had sooner in life. So it really does um, culminate what you said, which is being able to make these choices and really understand your power and harness it for your good um, and for the good of mankind early so that you don't have to meander and wander so much through life, seeming like it's not in a direction, but um, definitely being able to find that sooner, for sure. It's true. Have you ever run into people that, and it's very, very sad, but they're, you know, 65, 75 or plus, and they have not ever been able to lock down their passion or uh, their dream career or just ever, ever find it. And I'm, I'm torn on that, Rachel, because mm -hmm. so I think, well, you know, everything happens for a reason. So if that is something that was their life path, then maybe that's what they were supposed to do. But then I'm torn because I think, God, what if they would have locked down a passion early? Then look, you don't know where they could be right now. Well, what are your thoughts on that? I'm sure you've run across people that this has happened to. They just can't find it. Sure, I really have. And one of the first things in that type of situation is like taking a deep breath. And I really look through the lens of, of course, like empathy, because I can empathize with the fact that I didn't necessarily believe that I had direction. Um, and then the plan, air quotations, that I thought I had for myself didn't necessarily pan out, but it was about perspective. So oftentimes I found that if someone is still meandering or they're trying to find what it, what's the purpose in life, what am I supposed to be doing, is they haven't actually allowed themselves to take the time to stop and listen internally. Not what society says, not what has been labeled for you, not even what has been spoken over you, but what do you actually enjoy? And what I found is oftentimes what comes to us naturally and even sometimes seems simplistic 
is one of our greatest gifts, but we don't identify that as a gift or a passion per se, because it comes so easy. And so an example for me is I have always been a talker ever since I was in school, got in trouble in grade school for always talking, but I never, <laughs> you can tell all I did too. <laughs> Right. Right. And so I didn't identify or even believe that could be a gift or a superpower until I was an adult, until I was a grown adult. So there are so many opportunities. I won't say are missed opportunities because like you said, what, what was meant for me was meant for me. But I had to shift my perspective and oftentimes people who are still trying to find what it is they're supposed to do in life. It's often because we haven't listened to ourselves. We have filtered out our own internal voices that really can lead us to the best place for us, lead us to where we're supposed to be giving back, you know, to humanity. But oftentimes we haven't listened to that because we see an idea of what life should look like in the area that I should go in. And I haven't allowed myself the freedom or even the autonomy to discover, but who am I and what do I want and what direction is best for me? And what are some techniques that one can do to find this answer within themselves? Like, for example, some people say yoga, you know, what, what do you think are some things? I love that question. So one thing that I do um, working with um, group coaching with women as well as working with a youth is I actually have everybody take out a sheet of paper and you write down 25 things. Take a deep breath. I know 25 sounds like a lot, but you're going to write down 25 things and they go, you divide those 25 into three categories. What do I enjoy? What do I love? And what would I like to try? So you take, you have to fill out, it has to be 25, whatever order in those three categories, but it allows you to really begin to find out, well, what do I like? What does pique my interest? What would I like to try? What do I enjoy? Um, And so in taking that time, it begins to explore. Typically the first five to 10 things we write down are really easy. It's when we go past the number 10 and we start getting into 15 to 25 that you're really delving deeper and you're finding, you're unearthing or (laughs) peeling back those layers that you haven't gone to uh, before. So that's one of the, the strategies is taking out a sheet of paper, Those three categories, write down 25 things. And the reason we say 25 is, like I said, is research statistically, the first five to 10 things we write down are automatic and from rote memory. But when we get beyond 10 and typically within that 15 to 25 range, we've really delved deeper um, into our subconscious that we haven't even explored before. And we start to truly find out more about ourselves. So that's a simple way to start. Yeah. I mean, that 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 aligns completely with my thinking because I often get mm-hmm. asked that question. And what I say, Rachel, is, okay, so I just keep it at plan A, B, and C. I believe in life we need to have plan <laughs> A, B, and C, right? And I say, right. okay, so what's the career that, of 
course you're going to most likely get forced into by your parents. They want you to be mm-hmm. successful. So they want you to be the doctor, the lawyer, the this, the that. Okay. So you may like it. You may not. So you say, okay, well, if they're paying for my ass to go to school, then can I force myself to like it? All right. So that'll be plan A right. to make your money, right? To make brain right. your coins home, right? So, okay. Yes. So you think, all right, uh, well, maybe I might not. So plan B is, all right, what can I do as a career where it's not going to bring me as much money, but I really like it. Like it's my passion. It's a hobby. I always Mm -hmm. look towards your hobbies because if you're doing Mm -hmm. something that you do and you're not getting paid for it, then you'll be able to do it your whole life. And if you just get minimal wage, you're happy, right? Like you might like to garden, you might like to do this, you might like to do that. But hobbies often are what we enjoy doing, obviously, or we wouldn't be doing them. And if you can make money doing that, that's the dream job. So I always say that plan B always ends up being the dream job because plan mm-hmm. A is always usually, I got to make money. I got to get a job that's going to make enough money. <laughs> right. but, you know, people end up, Rachel, as you clearly know, get master's degrees and PhDs. And then they say, I don't want to do this. I hate this. I don't want to do this as a career. And then they end up working at the zoo shoveling poo-poo. And, you know, that's fine because if that's what you love doing, being around the animals, they love that. They just want to be around the animals and that's fine. So plan C is like, okay, all right, well, plan A, I hate it. I'm not going to be a doctor and a lawyer. Plan B, yes, my hobby, but I need to be able to afford my car payments. So what am I going to do, right? So plan C is something that you use as you pull, like you said, the 25 categories. So what are the subcategories? All right, if you don't want to be a doctor, do you want to be a nurse? Do you want to be an R, uh, you mm-hmm. know, a assistant? Do you want to be a dental assistant? Pull from the subcategories, right? I mean, a career Love that. trees, right? They have branches. Mm-hmm. And a government work is a perfect example of that. It's the big tree. And then you have all of these other little branches. So careers have so many little subcategories and subbranches. So just like you go for the 25 categories, that's exactly the same thing. But hobbies... Mm-hmm. Me, I always say that's where you need to look because it's if you gotta be happy, Rachel. You can't be working a job that you get stress, mm-hmm. tension, right? Anxiety. You can't do it because it will kill your ass fast, right? You Literally. Yes, it, it will. It that's will. right. That's exactly People right. It will. Oh, you know, they're sitting behind their desk doing their nine to five. And if that's not something they love doing, they are going to start having health problems and they don't yes. even realize it. it you, you, you know, they say stress is, is, is the number one killer. I don't know if that's true, but it does <laughs> every aspect of the personality, I think. Um, now, Channel 2, CBS Channel 2, KUTV, features an article about I Quit. That's so exciting. Tell us how that happened. So they actually 
um, we put together pretty much like my publicist um, had some questions that they had for me and we put together um, that release, that article. And so it really goes over the story again of I Quit, um, different aspects of I Quit from the the offerings that we have as well as the community service um, via nonprofit that I co-founded together. And it just really goes through how is this going to be able, this message that typically has a negative connotation, they wanted to know how did you take that and put a positive spin on it? And that's when we discussed choice. And in the book, I go through so many of my own stories of where I had to quit. And so one of the chapters that's hilarious that we talk about is like, I quit blaming others. And so that talks about accountability and just taking responsibility, but it's just having that opportunity to share on a global scale, I quit and empowering people to understand that they have the choice and they have the power to transform them their lives. It won't be easy, but it's doable. And the article goes into empower, equip, and inspire to action. It's all about after we talk about all the great, wonderful possibilities, how do we make that happen? And that's by taking action. And we put together a plan. Wow, that's fantastic. I mean, that's one of my favorite channels, of course. So what I love is that um, I like how you say that you can, I quit the toxic environments, toxic people that are draining you, stealing your joy, energy, and your peace, you know, whatever's killing your purpose, goals, dreams, and natural talent. But you know what, Rachel, how many times do we find ourselves telling our friends and family members the same things over and over and over? And you know, people, Mm always ask for the truth but they don't want to hear it unless it aligns (laughs) unless it aligns with what their their thoughts are they don't want to hear it people don't ask me if you don't want to hear it and then as soon as you tell them the truth right they you become the enemy or you you know know, it's like well don't ask me you got the cheating ass boyfriend who i just saw hitting trying to hump my mother's leg and now you want me to tell you something good about it and as soon as you say something what happens rachel you become the bad girlfriend you become the bad friend right so Mm -hmm. my question to you is how do you use the i quit program to to quit the those toxic environments because these are friends you hear these damn stories over and over and over and it's like you want to be a good friend rachel but you can't keep telling the same energy because what are the same answers because what are they doing to you rachel they're draining you they're stealing your joy your energy your peace so how can you call that person a best friend or, you know, a boyfriend or a husband? You know, that's really hard to, to break right. away. From. What do you do? What do you what do you suggest? So one of the ways, because I had to do this in my own life, is we first we have to come to the realization that 
people are ready in their timing. So we may be trying to share this information and they're just not in a place where they're actually ready to receive it. And at that time, I'm like, well, you have the choice to determine, are you going to continue to expel your energy there? Or are you going to move on and like, hey, when they're ready, they can come back. Um, if you do have someone who is ready, I really do work towards allowing them to see for themselves and come to their own conclusion. Because the truth is, they already know what they know. Like, they know that that is not a good boyfriend. They want someone to tell them differently and not affirm what they already know. So in that question, like, I'm not going to talk about your boyfriend. I'm going to ask you, like, what do you really want? Like, what does love look like for you? What does love feel like for you? What would be an ideal date? Like, what would just make your life light up? And allow them to truly begin to speak, maybe for the first time, what they actually desire and what they deserve. And after they've spoken all these things, then I ask them, are you receiving that right now in your relationship? Mm -hmm. Do you get that? from your boyfriend. And then after they answer those questions, then I ask them, but do you give that to yourself? Because the kind of love that you're asking for someone else to give to you, are you giving that to Rachel, to me? So before I can ask someone else to love me fully and completely, have I allowed Rachel do I know how to love fully and completely Rachel? And so when I start approaching it that way and really allowing them to envision and to feel what it could look like and what they desire, and then put the question on them, like Shakespeare, to thine own self be true. Like you can tell me whatever, but you can't lie to yourself. <laughs> so, mm. so, you know, you can tell me whatever, but you can't lie to yourself. So, when I take it off of me giving advice and just asking you, like, what do you really want? What does it really look like? What does it feel like? Okay, are you receiving that right now? And so part of I quit is not just quitting the toxic relationship with other people, but the first toxic relationship we have to quit is with ourselves. And oh. that's what I learned. Yeah. <gasps> oh, God, I love that. Oh, yeah. I'm having an out of experience right now but yeah because I tell yes. people this and I tell them mm -hmm. and a lot of times because now I wanted to ask if if that's the same advice you would give people who are pursuing their goals and their dreams right because mm -hmm. um it's one thing to give advice about how to deal with a boyfriend or a husband or a friend but what do you tell people who um <laughs> God bless them, Rachel. I, you've run across people like this. All right. So yeah. they want to be actors. They want to be singers. They want to be in the entertainment industry. I'm sure that you may have watched, for example, American Idol or The Voice or one of these shows where they come on and God yeah. bless their little hearts and souls. They can't sing. But you know, they're right. getting their mothers and their friends saying, oh my God, you're so good. You're so good. And they have uh, pretty much, you know, taking these people's dreams. And I believe in being positive.
positive and pumping it up. But what do you say to a person who believes with their heart and their soul and everybody is telling them that they're great at something and then they come on and they cannot sing in tune or they don't have a natural acting ability. I mean, you can always learn techniques, but there, there are differences between being learning techniques and being good at something and being great mm -hmm. at something. And if these mm -hmm. people have their heart set on doing this, how, what do you do, Rachel? I mean, I don't ever want to break somebody's heart, dreams, or goals. So I always try to pull the very best that I see and be honest with it. What do you? What do right. You do? Well, I oh that. Wow, that that's See, a, that's a tough one. It, it is. It is. Always, I always because I'm in the entertainment industry. I don't want to yes. And I'm always coming across people who uh they show me they will they will corner me Rachel and show me their demo reel on actors access or now casting and people know within five seconds especially casting director right you know. Mm -hmm. within seconds if someone has it the it, it. Matter, right right so it's so difficult so i try the best i say you know what well this would be great if you would continue your acting classes and maybe and then i dot 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 but what do you do rachel what do you recommend because you want to be positive you never want to crush someone's dream but there is a right. point where if Rachel, they are continuing five, 10, 15 years of their lives pursuing something and they're disillusioned. That's a large chunk of your life that you're never going to mm -hmm. get. How do you get them to face reality? Well, the first thing is in that situation, and because I've dealt with situations similar to that, um, the first question is like, what do you define as success? So some people, their success may, I want to be, you know, on the big screen. I want to be at a box office. I want to step on a stage and I want to speak to tens of thousands of people. Okay. But is that how you de define success? And then I want to know why, like, why do you define that as successful? And so once they've given their definition of what success is and what it looks like for them, then I'm going to ask, like, what is the work that you're willing to put in? So we frame it with something positive and we're asking these questions, but I don't believe in toxic positivity. Now, we're going to be positive <laughs> in the fact that this may be something that you want to pursue, but often I always take people back to the results almost like KPI when you think about business. What are the key performance indicators here? So let's look at the results that we're giving. When we're thinking about like the book Outlier, and it's talking about putting in those 10,000 hours, all of that practice, all of that work, if you have been doing that all of your life, you may see success, but just not on the scale that you're wanting. Like you may end up doing community theater or something like that and that's not saying it's bad it's just saying that you're not going to make it to the screen but you're still acting um you may not go and speak and have a ted talk but you're speaking in the community so you're still utilizing those skills and still that passion that fire that's burning 
you're still able to to move in that direction. So I'm still going to look at <laughs> the truth of the matter, and we're still going to have to look at what are the results telling us. And oftentimes when you frame it that way, okay, well, what have you been doing? Like, what have you put in? And I'll just have to be honest. Oftentimes I found people that have so many of the lofty goals and lofty ideas does your work ethic and your dedication really match with this magnitude of a goal that you set? And typically it doesn't. It is so true. Oh my God, Rachel. I am dealing with that situation right now. Oh, I cannot believe you said that. And no matter what, no mm-hmm. matter what, I say, or when anybody else says to this particular person, they will not hear it. There's always, mm-hmm. but what if I did this? But what if I did that? But they don't want to put the work in. That's there usually, you go. Those, usually mm-hmm. those are people who want to walk the red carpet, but they don't want to yes. do the that's involved with getting there. You know, people, these mm-hmm. people often say, Wow, who's that person who's starring in this new TV show? I've never heard it. Where'd they come from? Well, this person was working and chipping away at their goals. That's they right. might not have been yes. in front of you the whole time, but they've been mm-hmm. chipping away. And a lot of people I find that come out here, Rachel, who want to pursue a career as an actor or singer, they don't want to put the work in. They just want to work. To walk the red carpet. I'm like, go mm-hmm. to Walmart, get yourself a damn uh, hallway runner that's red and walk your Roll ass it up out. And down. Yeah. That's the only red carpet you're ever going to walk. I mean, if you don't do the work, don't be lazy. Oh my God. So yeah, you got to do the work. Yeah. And so many people, and so many people, they just, they want to see, like you said, they want to walk the red carpet, but that that's like the accomplishment at the end. That's the, that's the prize per se at the end, but there's an entire process that went into that part. So oftentimes people want the product or the celebration, but they don't want to go through the process. And that's what you're speaking of is they don't want to go through the process. Yeah, yeah and the and, process is not easy. Yeah, <laughs> and that's for any career. You got to yes. look before you decide on a career. You better look at what's what 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 it, it it entails. I mean, an actor works 16, 17 hours a day on the yes. set. Do you do mm-hmm. you have the stamina? Not that you want to. A lot of people can say, "Yes, I can do it. Yes, I want to do it." But do you have the st- stamina? You may not. You may be a person mm-hmm. who has ADHD. You may be a person who gets bored easily. You may be a person, and you can't do it. No matter what you want, you may not be able to physically and mentally do it. People don't understand. That's right. That. They don't mm-hmm. understand that. It takes a lot of patience, and you really got to do A, B, C, one, two, three in any career. So think about that, Absolutely. people. Now, you are called, uh, I've never heard this term, Miss Rachel. It's called a mompreneur. I've never heard this. <laughs> I love this term. Did you point yes. that phrase, or what is I- a mompreneur? What inspired you to be a mompreneur? So I cannot take credit. I did not coin the phrase mompreneur, but it resonates fully with me. So there are serialpreneurs, um, there's entrepreneurs, but I really love 
mompreneur. And so for me, it keeps the main thing, the main thing in my life, which is mom. I have two daughters and right now at this time in life, these two daughters are the, they are the mission in life. Like they are the focus right now. And so, yes, I have my business. Yes, I have a number of opportunities, speak, go places, but the main thing is whatever I'm doing, never losing sight of the priority is raising my kids, ensuring that they are receiving what they need. Um, So that's why mompreneur, I, I didn't coin it. And I'll just tell you, people are like, well, why are you so passionate you know, about your kid? Because you're doing all these great things, but you always focus on your kids and I'll share with you, I share this story in the book, but part of it is at three months, my husband and I, when we were newlyweds, um, we had a son. And at three months, my son passed. And so, yeah, he passed. Um, And it was the most traumatic, uh, most difficult, most life-challenging, life-changing but I'll also say life transforming experience. And that's a lot of where I quit originated from. And I didn't even know because I began to understand that I was in such a deep depression. I had to choose to wake up in the morning. I had to choose to live. I had to choose joy. And so with the help of therapy and counseling, And really allowing myself to go through the grief process and making a resolve that I didn't want to just survive in life, but that I wanted to thrive in life. Everything I do is with the perspective and a lens that I truly understand that we have no idea when our time is going to be up. So while I'm here on this earth, I'm going to do everything I'm supposed to for my daughters as a mom but I'm also going to allow God to use me however he wants to all around this globe with I quit. So that's where mompreneur resonates for me is that I can be a lot of different things, but I never take for granted. It is never lost on me um, how difficult it was to have my two daughters and what we've gone through. So The joy that you see and the mompreneur and everything we do is because of the life processes I've been through. And I quit isn't just a movement, it's what I've lived. And so I don't ever want that to overshadow or to to make me lose focus of the priority in my life right, right now, which are my children, my two daughters. Oh, gosh. So I, I assume that everything up until the point uh, where you wrote I quit was the reason that you wrote I quit. I mean, am I right? You are right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. So that, so they, along with what had happened to you in your your life, uh, inspired you to, to write I quit. And I quit Mm -hmm. means I quit being, give me three words that you thought of when you were about to write the book? I quit. Fear. I quit. I actually say this in the I quit fear. Um, Worrying about what others think of me. 
and limited belief. Wow. Now, I, I, I got to ask you, what are, what would you give people who are listening right now? Because I, I, I'm going to bring this up because a lot of times, as you clearly know, because you're obviously an extremely intelligent person who stays out with things, so you know what's going on right now. You know that mm-hmm. around the holiday season, you know mm-hmm. that suicide rates have increased mm-hmm. 67% since social media, you know, Facebook, mm-hmm. Twitter, all the social media, because uh, the studies are saying that people get very sad and depressed because they're looking at other people posting oh the picture of their family or they did this or they did that or they have this or they have that mm-hmm. and they put their best foot forward and there's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with that right but a mm-hmm. lot of people can't jump on to their joy they can't ride the highway to heaven bandwagon like most of us mm-hmm. can right they get sad they get depressed they cannot find the power that 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 comes from reading your book say for example i quit they don't know Mm -hmm. about it but they're gonna know about it today but for people who don't know about it during this time when people feel very sad around the holiday season what words of inspiration or what can you say that they can grasp onto to pull themselves out because believe me the People who post all of these things on social media, it is not like that 100% of the time in their lives, right? Most of them, right. you know, it's like, come on, I don't want to see that. You post that picture and you just snorted a rail coat five minutes ago talking about exactly what, talking right. about, oh, I live a healthy lifestyle and I got some damn cucumber water. Yeah, you got some cucumber water sitting right next to that rail of coke and that crack pipe. No. But you know what I'm saying? What, yes, you know, I do. What can you tell people? Don't let social media dominate. I say shut it off. You know what I do, Rachel? I yes. do a social media detox. I don't even like, Me too. turn my phone on most of the time. I don't. Yep. I don't care. I do the doing. same. That's right. I do the exact same thing that you do. Well, I will go on what I call a social media detox, especially during the holidays. Because for me, um, I can get the holiday blues. They call it the holiday blues as well. Um, My son passed December 7th. And my dad passed. um, He passed like during Easter. But you have all these holidays that you miss people. So what I've learned to do is I know what my triggers are. And social media actually, even though I am fully aware that you are posting a highlight reel because that's a cute little picture of you and your family, but your kid was just crying and snotting like two <laughs> seconds ago and they you just wiped their face and they hurried up and snapped the picture. Like, I know the truth behind the gram photo. Like, I know the truth. <laughs> so I know that that is not reality. It's really your posting. And I love the title of your show, question reality like that is not reality that is a snippet and that is framed just for social media so that's the first thing is understand it's not reality if you can't get past that then i really do encourage you not to get on social media and to actually go and create your own memories 
And I know that it won't be easy, especially for those. I have um, a couple of friends who have lost like several of their family members. And so they didn't necessarily have like blood family, but they had colleagues and they had coworkers or they had workout buddies or like you said, um, a gardening group, a running club, a band that they played with where Family is not just who you've been assigned to, but family can be who you create, like the bonds and the relationships that you create. So I would definitely encourage around this time is to stop watching everyone else live and you go live. You go create memories. You go make memories. And you don't have to compare You know, comparison is the thief of joy. So you don't have to compare your life to anyone else's because we're not even going to be looking at social media. We're going to be out here creating memories, creating joy, and creating experiences for ourselves. And it doesn't just have to be, again, blood relatives or biological relatives. Family is who you create it with. That's, right. That's what your family is. And friends so. are friends are an extension of one's family. And if you don't have a family, Absolutely. who the hell cares? You make your own damn family by your friends. That's right. You, you can have yes. something called a Friendsgiving. For Friendsgiving, all the, yes. You know, I have a Friendsgiving. Yes for Thanksgiving alone and then yes. I have a what uh, a called a Friendsmas every year and those are for all the people mm-hmm. who don't have family here because a lot of people move to California and they don't have uh, yeah. family and friends so you can have your own Friendsgiving your own Friendsmas and it's just you and a bunch of people and you become your own little family just like on the yes. show Friends there you go And I listened. I actually listened. Yes. Oh my God. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks to all your friends, family, and fans. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me here. I have thoroughly enjoyed it. I have laughed. I have gotten emotional. And it has been an amazing time. So you guys go out there and be empowered. And more than anything, know to live every day to the fullest because the choice is yours. That's right. And I got to make get a promise from you to come back on my show next year because you got to motivate people again. I'll be ready. Yes, let's get them going. Let's get them. We're going to have Rachel B. Boy back on the show to give us joy. I I love that. (laughs) All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to Rachel. We'll see you next week on Question Reality. Bye. You're listening to 
Question Reality with Priscilla Leona, right here on LA Talk Radio.